Today we are going to talk, to continue to talk about the money amplifier, how to continuously increase your income at zero cost. So here we go, here we go. I'm going to do a very short recap. The company motto should be, the company motto should be, returning clients that return in ever-growing frequency, purchasing more per purchase while always referring more prospects that the business expertly turns into existing clients. So the basic idea is your gold mine, your hidden gold mine is your existing clients. If you will not sell to your existing clients, you actually betray them. Why? Because if you sell them something, they buy something that actually helps them. And if you don't sell them, you actually take away from them something that can help them. Does it make sense to you? So if you really have value, if your product and services have value, you will do anything you can to sell because when you sell your clients, you actually help them. And usually the reason a person don't resell his existing clients is because secretly he believes that his product or service is not as valuable as he say it is. Otherwise, you will sell to your existing clients because sell to sell mean to help. When you sell your existing client, you actually help them. Does it make sense to you? Now, we have 15 customer expansion actions. We have 15 customer expansion actions that if applied will result in achieving the company motto. If you apply that, you will get returning clients that return in ever-growing frequency, purchasing more per purchase, while always referring more prospects that the business expertly turns into existing clients. Okay, the common denominator of all the 15 CEA are, they don't cost money. So you actually have a marketing campaign that I'm giving you here that costs zero, they don't cost money. The actions are junior to the viewpoint from which they are executed. I will give you uh, actions to do, but the actions are not as important as the viewpoint you execute them from. So you can go to the gym with the viewpoint of, okay, I'm going, and you will get basically no benefits, or you will go to the gym from the viewpoint of, I'm going to get results, whatever it takes, you will get results. You get the idea, yes? It's the viewpoint that defines the results, not the action. It is the viewpoint that defines your results. Are you willing or not? It is the viewpoint. If you are willing, you will be responsible. You will know and you will have control. If you are not willing, if the viewpoint is of, I'm not willing, I'm just going there because I have to, because someone put a gun to my head, then you will not get results. Okay. So the actions are junior to the viewpoint from which they are executed. A badly executed action with a good viewpoint will bring 10,000 times more results than expertly executed action from a bad viewpoint. Are you with me? It is all about the viewpoint. 
Before we learn the 15 CA, uh, C actions, we will start with the 15 C action prerequisite. Before you can do any of the CA, you need to decide that you want the motto because if you do the actions, but there's no reason for you to do the action, you don't want the motto, you just do the action because your boss told you to do, then there will be no result because the viewpoint is the incorrect viewpoint. So you need to want the motto, you need to really want the motto. You need to decide that you can achieve the motto, that it's actually achievable. It's not something that you just learn in some kind of a weird webinar, but it's something that you can actually achieve. It's achievable for you. You need to decide, yes, I can do that. So you want, you can, and you need to decide that you will get it whatever it takes. How do you decide that you will get it whatever it takes? For you, in, all, in your viewpoint, it's happened. You are already there. Now you just need to track back how you got there, but you already there. You understand there are two viewpoints in life on achieving targets. Two viewpoints in life. If this is your target, yes, if this is your target, you can have one viewpoint that says, I'm here and I'm going towards my target. The problem is you will never get there. You will never get there. The only way for you to actually achieve the target is for you to be here you're already here, you're already at the target. And now you just track back the actions you've done in order to get there. So whatever you do, you are already there. From your viewpoint, you are already there. The only way for you to achieve a target is to actually be there because success happened before the beginning. Success happened before the beginning. You're already there, now you go backward. You really have to see that. You're already there, and now you basically justify how you, how you do that, how you're playing the game. You make it interesting. You understand why it's true? Because creation happened, if this is the beginning and this is time, okay? If this is the beginning and this is time, creation happened before the beginning if you really get that viewpoint of of course it's done it's like if you play guitar you don't say okay i'm going to play and let me move the fingers and let me do this and then there will be a chord no the chord has happened in your head if not you're not playing a guitar you understand if you do anything you do it from the viewpoint that it has been done and now you're just tracing it back. You need to get the body to do some action. The physical universe is a bit slow. Are you with me? So you will get it whatever it takes. Why will you get it whatever it takes? Because you are there. You are there. There's no way that it will not happen. You understand? You are there. It's working. So of course you can explain how it works. You really have the viewpoint of something works and now you've been asked to explain how it works. It will take you a minute, two minutes, a day or, or a year, but you can explain how it works because you see it works. You get the idea. The motto, the motto that you want, that you can and that you will get is 
returning clients that return in ever-growing frequency, purchasing more per purchase while always referring more prospects that the business expertly turns into existing clients. This motto should be all over. It should, it should be as your background on your PC. It should be in front of you on the wall. It should be on your phone. It should be the one thing that's always in front of you. This is what we're doing. Because if you do that, you have the prerequisite to starting a business. Like you need that. You need to be able to, because that says, I have a value. I'm going to sell. Even if I have one client, it's fine. I have a value. I'm giving a value of unbelievable thing. And of course, I will sell it because it's super valuable and I will never sell it short. Most people that I talk to tell me how they find it very hard to charge what they should charge. So I don't know. So a normal person charge per hour. Let's say he's, he's thinking that he's really good. So he charged per hour, $100 per hour. I say, what? At least $2,000 per hour. At least if you're so valuable. Otherwise, why should I buy from you? It must be, if it's valuable, you will see that you will charge for it. If you don't charge for it, you are still not close on the value of your product or service. You need to clear it and you need to learn how to clear that product so it will be 100% true for you that it's valuable. And that is number three. You get it, whatever it takes. And you do it before you start. Are you with me? If you learn that, if you learn only that, you fine. If you learn only that, that you'd get it, whatever it takes mean, you already got it. Exactly, how do you close yourself? One of the first things that I'm going to do in the seven-figure seminar is I'm going to take each person personally. It won't be as a webinar. There will be, let's say, uh, I'm estimating we will have uh, 20 people on that specific seminar because it will be expensive, super expensive, but actually not. <laughs> You'll see why. But it will cost a lot and there will be only people that actually have a specific criteria and I will sit at the beginning, 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 sit with each one of you separately and clear the product. And that has never been done. And what do I mean clear the product? Remove all the considerations why your product is not valuable or if it is really not valuable, make it valuable or change product because it does not make sense to sell $100 per hour because if you work 200 hours per month, so you get $20,000. This is if you work 20 hours non-stop, uh, 200 hours non-stop just producing and you cannot. So it doesn't make sense. You will not survive like that because for every 100 hours of delivery, you need at least, at least 60 hours of admin. Are you with me? So before you do that, you will go through your life and you will work and work and work, but there will be a bug. It, it is like, imagine, imagine, I, I can I, I picture it like that, that uh, this is uh, the beginning, this is time, this is where you what you want to achieve. Now imagine that you are here and you decide that you go, want to go to do, towards this direction. Now, not only that it's wrong because this is always moving. Everything is always moving. The physical universe is always moving. 
But not only that, but imagine that you basically have an elastic. So the more you go forward, the more difficult it is. Because you have a rubber band that pull you back all the time. There's a rubber band that pull you back all the time. So every step you do forward, it becomes 10 times harder. And if you look at the life of most businessmen, that's what happened. Most people that want their own business, most people that work for people have their life like that. They do one, for, one step forward and the next step become 10 times harder. What happened is that once you start to go like that and you don't know why it is because the why is hidden. Yes, the why is a viewpoint. The why is a hidden viewpoint. So what you do, you start to change. You start to change. You say, maybe I should go to this. Maybe I should go to another business. Maybe I should replace a wife. Maybe I should study something else. And you come up with 50,000 excuses that actually each one of them take you away from the straight line of getting to where you want to be. Do you see that? Do you understand? Now, if you did not decide that the customer expansion is, is your motto, and if you will not ensure everyone else in the business decide it is their motto, the motto will not come about, and you and your client will lose. Why they will lose? Because you have something of value that they will not get. What do you need to know about the company motto? What do you need to know about the company motto? We're still in the recap. It is a decision. You decide that you're holding this motto and that's it, it is. You're just putting it there for no reason at all. It is a decision. It is done actively. You actually have to go and decide that you and your suppliers and your clients and your staff and your friends and your family and everyone helping you with this motto. Everyone have to contribute. Why? Imagine, imagine that I have a, co a, a company that give gold and the gold costs a thousand dollars per ounce and I give it away but for five hundred dollars. What do you think? Is it good deal? Should you buy more and more and more and more or should you buy one ounce and that's it? Of course, you should buy more and more and more, yes? Make sense? Imagine that I have something that if you will not take, you will have a heart attack, 100%. Of course, you should take it. And you should not take it once. You should take it once per day, once per month, whatever the prescription is. You should take it again and again and again. But if I don't make sure that you buy it again and again and again and again, you will get a heart attack. It's actually a sin on my side not to sell the gold that I have. And you don't know you have gold. You don't know you have gold. You secretly believe that your product or service is not as valuable as you make it to be, because for you it's normal, for you it's nothing, and you have all kind of prior things that you committed on other product, not only on yours, that prevents you from actually going to a person and telling him, look, this is what you need, you're going to take it, end of story. It prevents you from being totally certain. It prevents you from being the boss. Does it make sense? And you don't see it. That's the first step you need to do. If you don't do that step, forget about making money in this lifetime. I would suggest that you'll go to work for someone 
because you will make more money working for someone than having your own business. Yes? The first step is something that we will do in the seven-figure uh, academy. It's not something that I can explain to you right now. It's clearing of those considerations. It is done one-on-one. -on -one. It is something that I would do one-on-one -on -one with each person. It is done knowingly. You need to know you're doing it. You need to know that you're doing it. It is a viewpoint. It's not a thought. It is not something you think about. It is something, it's a viewpoint that you take that the viewpoint defines the results. You really have to get that the viewpoint, not the mechanics define the results. The viewpoint, not physics, define the results. The viewpoint define how high you jump, not your muscles. Do you know about these uh, machines in the gym that is a kind of a leg press? Let me, uh, I will draw it. It's like something like that. Uh, and you uh, laying down here and you have a long body and legs that goes like that. Something like that. Do you know these machines? Yes. And they go and you push uh, weight. Yes. Everyone understand this machine. Yes. Now I was with my uh, trainer. He's really strong. And I told him that I can do any weight. He can put any weight and I will do it. I need just to adjust something in my head and I can do any weight. And he put more weight and more weight and more weight and more weight. And I've done every weight that he put, I, I've done. So he asked me, but how do you do that? And I told him that what I do, I have the viewpoint. I'm putting a viewpoint that when the weight goes down, when it goes down, imagine that the weight is going down now, okay? What I do, I do the following thing. I have a, a flaw that goes like that, and I have a, a push flaw that goes like that. So the balance here is always zero weight. So for me, it is zero weight. So it's not important how much force is doing, I'm not moving it with my legs. I'm moving it by balancing these two forces that I'm creating from my viewpoint. And actually that's what makes a professional. A professional is someone that can balance the two forces. And the interesting thing is that when it goes down, it goes like that. And when it goes up, when you push up, it goes the opposite. And the, the training is on, when you train, you just train on switching it very fast. But it's the viewpoint. It's not your muscles. Your muscle works to the degree that you can balance this thing. That's how much weight you can pick. Do you understand? Uh, I was working, uh, I, I was going to sell the Time Maker for... Um, for a municipality in Israel, and they have a budget. And the budget say that the cost for this kind of a system is X. Let's say uh, $20 per user per month. Okay, this is the budget that they put, and there is no way that they can change the budget. It's something that happened uh, totally outside of the control of the person that I'm negotiating with because it's a budget. It's been given a budget per year and that's the budget, yes? So theoretically, there is no way that I can actually 
sell this thing at the, at the price that I want because I wanted $60 per user per month. And it's a lot of users. And but for me it was sixty dollars, and I didn't have any any like the fact that he thought that, that he had uh, this budget of of twenty dollars per user per month was his uh, viewpoint, not mine. Mine was sixty dollars, and uh, and I went to sell, and the only reason the only reason someone give discount for a clients that is not an existing clients that uh, actually you want to give him. A, a, a bonus you want to help him the only way you give a discount is because you don't know how to sell if you know how to sell it took two hours and the purchase for the whole municipality 300 seats at 60 dollars per per user per month and they found the money this is a true story so if you know how to sell if you remove your own considerations the, the problem that you have is that the customer have a consideration and all of a sudden you adopt his consideration. It's his viewpoint. It's not my viewpoint. If it's not my viewpoint, for me, I don't even hear it. It's not an issue. I know it's $60. I know. It's no question. Now I'm just going backward to, to, to find the excuses. I already achieved my target and I go backward to before the beginning to decide, okay, fine, how it's going to be done. Do you get the idea? It is your viewpoint that define your results. And the mistake that you do, you take the viewpoint of the enemy. You take the viewpoint of the enemy and you now think, well, that's the viewpoint. Someone said they will not pay. It's too expensive for them. It's too expensive for them, not for me. Why do I even bother about it? Do you, are, you, are you bothering about someone that right now have a pain in China? A person that you never met, nothing. You don't, yes? You don't. He's got a headache. You, are you bothering by that? No, because it's not your viewpoint. It's his viewpoint. Yes, you should adopt all viewpoints. You can see it, but it's not your, not your viewpoint. I see all the viewpoints, but they are not mine. The fact that I see a card does not make it mine. I mean, I don't mind if it will become mine, but it's not mine. Are you with me? It must be redecided again and again, because everything in the physical universe convince you that it cannot be done. You uh, usually when I go to someone and I tell him, you know, let's say sell Johnny something. The the first thing is, but he bought it. He bought something like that already. He just bought another seminar that costs. That he just paid ten thousand dollars for another seminar. What's the connection? Did it help him or not? Yes, of course it helped him. So what's the problem? Don't you want to help him? Are you such a cruel person that you don't want to help him? Someone bought from me a, a, a house, okay? Now, I want to sell him more. And I will sell him more. And I am selling him more. Why? Because I want to help him. Are you with me? Now, I want you to write down want if you decide you want to adopt this motto to your business, to your life. This is really important that you decide, yes, I want. you actually able to write it, yes, I want. And write, yes, I can, if you decide you can adopt this motto. And definitely write, get, I got it, yes, I have it. There is no question, anything. I, if I decide, yes, it's yes, even God will not stop me. If I decide yes, then it's yes, that's it. Who did not decide? Is there anyone that did not decide? 
Who wants to send the clients to the competition? No one, yes? Let's start. CA number one, CA number one. Love your clients. Now, this is probably one of the most important things ever. You need to love your clients, not like, not tolerate, not handle, love your clients. How would you define the word love? The definition of the word love is the urge to be together for no reason at all. This is my definition of the word love. The urge should be together for no reason at all. This is the knowingness that results in a clear view of the spirit, total discounting of the actions, distinct admiration, never-ending respect, and a strong urge to validate, which manifests in the maximization of the potential of another. You need to look at your customer and you need to have a clear view of the spirit. You need to really see the, the spirit and really ignore the actions. It's it, the customer, your children, your wife, anyone. If you love someone, you're dying to do things for them because the actions are not important. The spirit is the only thing that's important. And because of that, there is never-ending respect to the spirit, not to the actions, not to the achievements, to the spirit, to the being. Never-ending respect, strong urge to validate. All you want to do is to find what's right with them. And when you validate something, you, be, you bring success because success is the sum of all validated improvements and you validate improvements, of course, so you have strong urge to validate, would manifest in the maximization of the potential of another. When you love someone, you actually maximize his potential. If you don't love your customers, you are actually damaging them. This is really important. If you cannot love your customers, if you cannot love someone in that way, if you don't see that love is not some kind of a chemical accident, it is knowingness. You know that this, you know the spirit, you know him, not his body. You admire him, not his action. You respect him, not his current insanity. So whatever happened, if you love someone, you will continue despite all invitations to do otherwise. And the manifestation of love is that you have a godlike viewpoint. And the godlike viewpoint means it's happened already. I don't see anything bad. I don't see any obstacle. I don't see anything. You go to a meeting, and there is all kind of people that complain. So I went to a meeting and there was uh, this, I were, it was a long time ago with VP and on the way to the meeting, we got a phone call and I went with the, my lawyer and the, there was all kind of issues and the, the lawyer told, told me, he spoke to their lawyers and the lawyer told me, you know, we're going to go there 
and there's like five lawyers, there's uh, 20 people, and they have a list of things that are not okay. You going to be attacked. Are you not worried? I said, why should I worry? He says, well, you know, there's so many people that have so many uh, complaints and so on. I said, yes, I know, but it's only one meeting. And I'm one person and I can handle one meeting. It's easy. <laughs> it's a viewpoint. It's one meeting. I can handle a meeting. For me, it's not four lawyers. For me, it's not 20 people. For me, it's not a list. It's just one meeting and one person. And we are two and we're going to one meeting. It's, it's like we actually, it's unfair advantage. Are you with me? It is easy. It's once you have this viewpoint of, I love them. It's not a problem. I love them. I love them. I see them. So all the actions is not a, not a problem, yes? For as long as you are being God, you love. And for as long as you love, you are God. And God have amazing power. What the power of God? He first put something there and then it happened. For as long as you are being God, you love. And for as long as you love, you are God. And God have this ability to put things there for no reason at all. He just put it there. And then he says, well, you know, I worked very hard at the first day and I created that. And the second day I created that. And then uh, the snake came and messed up things. And I got pissed off. Yes. Are you with me? If you don't love your clients, if you don't love your clients, they will not love you. And they will not stay as your client. And you and your clients will not maximize each other's potential. Because when you love, you maximize their potential. They will love you back and they will maximize your potential by definition. You really have to get that. If you love your client, you maximize the potential. If you love someone, he cannot not love you back. Do you understand that? You want someone to love you? Love them. Don't try to own them. Don't try to control them. Don't try anything. Just love them. Maximize their potential. It is quite amazing. You really have to get that definition called. You need to understand that definition fully because it will tell you it is a blueprint of how to behave in life. To decide you want to get the motto, you need to love your clients. You cannot decide that you want the motto without loving your clients. It's impossible. It's impossible. You have to love your clients. You cannot allow yourself to have any bad thoughts in, about your client. Your client come and it gives you something that obviously will not work. You love them. You love them, not the actions and you admire them, you know the actions, and you make sure that they maximize the potential, even, even if it's uncomfortable to you. You want to be with those you love, and those you love want to be with you. How do you know that someone loves you? He wants to be with you. How do you know that someone loves you? He wants to give you things. If you love your customers, you want to give them. You'll give them exchange in abundance. You'll give them more than they expect. You will go out of your way to give them and they will say, wow, that's amazing. And they will want to give you because they will love you. They cannot not love you. 
And you're not doing it in order for them to give you, you're doing it because you want to maximize the potential. And then it is an automatic reaction for the spirit, for them to cause you to maximize your potential. And the only person that help you is your clients. And the only person that help your clients is you. You really have to get that. Before anything, after anything, the one thing that change everything about your business, about your income, is your ability to love. And you cannot love if in your mind you're cheating your client because your product do not actually bring the expected result. If secretly you think, ah, then maybe someone else can do it better than me. Are you with me? You want to succeed in life, you need to recover your ability to love. Most of the time, most of the people find fault. They just find fault. They're totally unwilling to do anything, totally unwilling to help. They to they ju they're just unwilling. The only thing that they can do is, re is uh, resist, reject. You need to be different. You need to love despite all invitations to do otherwise. And you will see that when you do that, when you love, you maximize the potential of your children, of your family, of your husband, of your, of your wife. Despite what they do, you just continue to love them. They will love you. Love do not mean give, yes? Give, give, give is not love. It's two different words. Give and love is two different words. Your marketing must be smart so it attracts those prospects you will love. We will learn how to market smartly. So you need to actually make sure that when you market, you market to those people that you will love. It is something you need to learn. The law is, if you don't love the person, don't get them as a client because you will betray them and now you become a traitor. If you took a customer that you don't love, because you wanted his money, because you wanted the fame, because you wanted whatever. You, at that moment, inherent the condition of treason. You betrayed that person and you betrayed yourself. If you cannot look at your client and die from love, don't get them as a client. And it is something that totally under your control. How can you love but not give? No, if you love, it, the manifestation is you give but you first love. You don't just give, give, give in order to get something. This is called cheating. This is called selling. This is called uh, bad selling, not selling. This is called something else. You give in order to get, or you give in order to avoid punishment. That's not love. You understand the difference? Yeah, it's okay if you want not to love, and it's okay that you don't love one, two, three percent of your clients, but uh, generally there's no reason you need to recover this ability to love anyone and everyone. But if you cannot, it's better for you to say, he's not my client, than to cheat him and say, yes, I love you. No, you need to, to love the spirit, not the hair, not the body, not the actions. You need to love the spirit. You need to see the spirit and separate it from the body, from the action. It's not important if the client is blonde or not. Really not important, other, other than as a joke, yes? 
so but but in reality it's really not important if she is blonde or not i love her not your body yes you see beyond the body beyond i don't care the body because bodies is a temporary thing if you really love your person you create a relationship you create a closeness you create an affinity that transcend life it's past one lifetime the benefits for you and for them is much more than this lifetime even if it's not real for you right now the benefits are not only in regard to this lifetime of course it will be this lifetime right now immediately but it's much more are you with me ca1 means to care for your clients their life and the business as though it's your own when you love someone if he hurt you do something about it if he needs help you help him because you feel you need help it's you the affinity is so high that you actually share the same space which means this is a totally spiritual thing it's not a physical thing the manifestation the physical manifestation are endless for as long as you act if this is the physical world okay this is the physical world this area is the physical world whoops and here we go let's make this thing the physical world here we go if this is the physical world and this is the spiritual world okay when you act here as spirits when you act here as spirits you act as one and the manifestation in the physical universe is unlimited when you act within the physical universe you always act as two and the manifestation are always limited because there will always be different some kind of a different in agenda in viewpoint in purpose and you with me how can a spirit become one in the spiritual universe the spiritual universe don't have one or two so it's one only in the physical universe you have two but that's a different uh, thing you you will need to relook at that material the result is that you get your motto if you love your clients you'll get your motto straightforward no questions love your clients get your motto the first thing we will do in the seven figures academy is remove all the excuses you have not to love other human beings first thing and we'll do it again and again and again and again and again and again until it will become you not something you understand not something that you've learned not something that is a maybe and you know the seven figure academy is a two years academy yes it's not one lesson it's two years two years to get to there but you've been going on for many many years trying to get somewhere and you didn't get to do you imagine that someone can go to university and learn everything in two lessons or five lessons or seven easy steps it doesn't work yes no university will actually get anyone to become a professional in two easy lessons or seven easy steps or or any other nonsense that you hear online if you want to succeed for real you need to invest the time and money and willingness and everything you need to invest the whole thing 
in order to actually make it. You know, I work generally something like 20 hours per day, uh, 18 hours per day. I work, I work a lot. And people ask me, why do you do that? You don't need money, why, why do you do that? And I say, if I was doing it for the money, I would not do that. There's many, many easier way to make money than to teach people or to write software or to do what I'm doing. I, I can go and theoretically, you know, sell drugs for some kind of a drug company and I will print money. I can open a drug company and sell generic drugs and the numbers are unbelievable, billions, and I can do that, but I will not help anyone. You see that? So the first thing you need is to love your clients. At the moment, is a decision. It's something that you realize you need to do. You need to develop your willingness to love your fellow men, despite the fact that Democrats or Republicans, despite the fact that they think different than you, they think that Corona is real or not real. They think that blocking Trump from Twitter is right or wrong, or they think that you do something right or wrong, despite anything, you need to continue to love them. If you can do that, you will see that they will love you and you will see that they will help you to maximize your potential while you help them to maximize their potential. And the only thing you need to do is stop criticizing them. When you stop criticizing them, you will start to love automatically. You will see that when someone criticizes you, when they say you've done wrong and this is this and this is that and da 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 Really, what they say to you is, look, I cannot love. And I know I need to love. So the only next best thing that I can do is the opposite of love, which is criticism. When someone criticizes you, when someone says, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. Basically, what they, what they tell you is, look, look, I know I need to love. I do love. I, I, I understand. I understand. But somehow something within me prevents me from doing it. So my way of telling you I love you is by telling you I hate you. You know when children uh, start to love, uh, when a boy loves a girl, at the beginning they start by hating them or fighting with them or something like that? That's exactly what happened. When you see someone that's really, really upset with you, someone that just don't love you, they find fault with you, and all of a sudden he hates you. You used to be married to this uh, lady or guy, and he, she hates you now. Or you used to be a client and you were very good and very close and now he or she cannot stand you. And they just really upset with you, upset with you. What they're telling you is, look, 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 I really love you. And something is switched in my mind and uh, I'm a little bit insane or a lot insane and I'm attacking you. Please continue to love me. It will go away if you continue to love me. And if not, it will deteriorate into hate. That's what they're telling you. Are you with me? Really fascinating. Okay, so that was CA number one. Okay, you love them despite anything. Okay, okay. For a client to be an existing client, they must be your friend. Only way to help anyone the only way to help anyone is to make him more self-determined, not less. When you show someone how wrong he is, he will become less 
self-determined. So he will fight you. Okay. So for a client to be an existing client, they must be your friend. Must be your friend. Must. It's not a can be their friend. To be an existing client, they must be your friend. Must. They're not a name, a number, an income, a cycle, a potential, but a friend. And by the way, it must be that you are amazing to see someone amazing. You understand that? Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to see someone else as amazing. In a healthy business, the clients are your friends and your friends are your clients. Do you agree with that? Does it make sense to you? If he's not your friend, he cannot be your real, an existing client. He can come in and buy cigarettes from you once or whatever, but that's, that's not an existing client. If the guy is an existing client and come to your shop every day or buy from you every so often, or if you really love them, which when you maximize their potential, if I maximize your potential, you cannot not be my friend and I cannot not be your friend. Or if you're a doctor and you save my life, do you think that I will not consider you as my friend? And if I'm a good doctor, I will have to consider you as my friend. Otherwise, you're just another body. Just another midback that I need to do something to. I'm a car. You understand? The difference between a mechanics that handle the car and the mechanic that handle the owner of the car is that the mechanic that handle the car thinks that the car and the owner of the car are the same. Mechanics that handle the owner of the car understand that it is the viewpoint of the owner, not the viewpoint of the car, that makes the difference. Are you with me? So you really have to understand that if you want existing clients, if you want more and more and more income, if you want 80% of your income come from existing clients, if you want your income to grow and grow and grow and grow, you must love your clients. You must be their friends. If not, don't take them as a client. If you cannot be a friend with this guy, don't take them as a client. It will be more beneficial to you and to them. Because for friends, you do things that you will not do for a car. You understand? For friends, you, you go out of your way. If a friend tells me, look, I need to talk to you, and it's 3 a.m. in the morning, I will make it go right, and I will talk to them at 3 a.m. in the morning if they need me. But if they're not my friends, and I don't love them, and they say, I want to talk to you at 3 a.m. in the morning, I say, no, I'm sorry, I'm sleeping. So the viewpoint is, I will do anything for you, you will do anything for me, not because I have to, but because I love you and you're my friend. I love my children, I'll do anything for them. My children are my friend. I love my clients and I'll do anything for them. My clients are my friend. And if I cannot have that person as a friend, I would not keep him as a client. It's okay to give things free for friends because friends give you things that you cannot evaluate. You, you cannot put a price to, to this friendship. If someone helped me, uh, let's say there is, I have a seminar, okay? And one of the clients in the seminar is uh, just uh, see that I need some help, I don't know, at the door or something, and they just suggest, I'll come and I help you. I will organize the room. What's the value of that? It's more than all the money in the universe not because of how much a person will cost but because they remove from me 
an open cycle. They remove from me something. They help me. Do you understand? The, the value is the, the thing that you give to a friend is not countable. You understand? If someone calls me and say I have a problem and I don't tell him, look, well, you need to pay me per hour, etc. I, I just help you. You have a problem, I'll help you. I don't care about anything. I'll help you. Why? Because you're my friend. Who can put the price on it? There's no price on it. So friends give things to each other and you don't put price on them. You, you understand? Yes, of course, there is the deals that you do and you sell this and he buy that and you and he buy from you and you sell from him and you have, that's beautiful. But there's something above that. And this something above that you cannot put a price tag on, which is I'm there for you. You are there for me. There's no price tag on this. Nothing can, can calculate the value of that. Are you with me? If you have a friend and he is a bit more expensive, would you still buy from him or not? I will buy from a friend if he's more expensive because this is a friend. Then otherwise I'm not a friend. I will buy from him because the value with him is 100% more than the discount that I will get from a stranger. Yes? If you are really a friend, you will see that it works out. You help and the other person help. And of course, both sides have to be responsible to make sure that the help is really help and not becoming an out exchange. But most people that I know, I make sure that the exchange is in. By the way, you cannot get less money and more love. If you get more love, you will eventually get more money. Seriously, if you get more love, you eventually get more money. Okay, let's define a friend. How will you define a friend? The person who knows you are amazing, no matter what happened. Someone who only sees the good. Someone you love. Someone who cares for you and you care for him. Okay, let's define the word friend. Let's define the word friend, okay? The dictionary defined friend as somebody emotionally close to another. Somebody who has a close personal relationship of mutual affection and trust with another. Somebody who has close personal relationship of mutual affection and trust with another. So uh, an example of a sentence will be, I know her, in fact, she is a friend of mine. She is emotionally close to me. I know her, in fact, she is a friend of mine. Acquaintance, somebody who has a casual relationship with another, for example, a business acquaintance. So a sentence will be, I got a friend at the office who might be able to help. Okay, so this is just an example of this, of the use of that definition. Ally, somebody who is not an enemy. You can say what you like about their principle. You are amongst friends here. You are amongst allies. Okay. Advocate of cause. Somebody who defends, who supports a cause, group, or a principle. She's not friend of a tax and spend policies. Or she's not friends to Democrats. Or she's not friends of Republicans or whatever, yes? Advocate of cause. Now, the very interesting thing is that a friend comes from all English, ultimately from the present participle of prehistoric Germanic verb meaning to love. So the root, the derivation of the word friend come from love. The derivation of the word friend come from to love. So if you love someone, you have to be their friends. 
And if you're a friend with someone, you have to love them. Does it make sense to you? Now let's look at the actual definition. A friend is a person with an unshakable certainty that you're perfect and anything that is not perfect is not you. A friend is a person with an unshakable certainty that you're perfect and anything that is not perfect is not you. So far so good? A friend, a friend distinguishes at all times between you, the spirit, and the entities, and never considers fault as your fault. A friend has a very, very special filter on his eyes that makes sure that he can see you, the spirit, and separate you from the actions. He knows that you are not your entities. He knows you are not your body. He knows you are not your actions. He knows that you are perfect. And anything that is not perfect is not you. That's a friend. A friend always acknowledges the good intentions and intensify the success. You have a child, and if you're a friend to the child, you will acknowledge the good intention, intensify the success, and of course, ignore the faults. If someone will say something bad about my child or about my customers or about my friends, he will be shot on site. Like, I'll kill him. Yes? Kill him not physically, yes? Why? Because in my eyes, my friends are perfect. If someone will come to me and tell me, you will show me a video of my son or my friend doing something bad, I will basically know that the actions are not my friend's action, even if there isn't a video. Are you with me? So friend always acknowledges the good intention and intensifies the success. That's what you will expect from a friend. If you are a friend of mine and something goes wrong with you, let's say you're upset, let's say something goes really wrong and you do the worst thing. You come and you punch me and you stab me and you do something really bad, like you hurt me physically, okay? Now, you will expect from me that this is the time where I need to understand that your action is not you. And despite those bad actions, I should love you and tolerate what you're doing and get the storm to go away and somehow handle you. True or false? This is how you would want your friends to handle you. You need a friend when something goes wrong. You need love when something goes wrong. At that moment, you need to continue considering that person as a friend. And even if he's not in agreement and he's saying, no, I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to talk to you, I don't want this, I don't want that, you say, okay, fine, I'm your friend, I'm here, I want to talk to you. You still, he says, don't talk to me, you still send him a message. And he blocks you and you still find a way to send him a message and say, look, you're amazing, you're unbelievable, da, da, da. You know that at any given moment, you have circles of people that are close to you. There are closed circles and the circles become wider and wider and wider. And the closer the circle, the more you affect the person. The closer he is to you, the more you affect that person. Now, if you consider those people 
as friend, you will see that you will behave to them in such a way that they are perfect. And you will see that they are perfect and you will tell them all the time how perfect they are. And so they will tell you how perfect you are. And the end result will be endless expansion. But if you don't see how perfect they are, you will start to find faults with them and you will find fault with the actions and you will find fault with you and you will see that all you will get is more fault. I don't expect things from friend. Friend is a viewpoint. It's not a business deal. Like most of the people think that when they get married, they own a husband or they own a wife or they own a child. No. When you get married, when you fall in love, you don't own you actually the opposite you share the same space you understand a friend a friend always help you separating you from the entities the friend help you to actually show you that you are perfect because you will be the first one to forget that you are perfect because you are always under the influence of entities since your clients must be your friends you should behave to your clients like you behave to your friends. You will see that a friend needs you when things go wrong. Friend needs you when things go wrong. A friend is not really a friend when everything is normal. Do you understand? When things go wrong, can you still love him? Can you still love the other person? That's the real question he will tell you hate me he will tell you you are bad he will tell you you are the worst person he will tell you you cheated me he will tell you you don't do what you say you will do he will find fault with everything he will twist everything can you still love them that's the question if you can if you can i can guarantee that you will become the richest person in the universe. I can guarantee you will never have one day of worry. I can guarantee you will become the luckiest person on earth. I need you to make a list of how you behave to your friends. Facebook, wishes, jokes. You send them jokes, you give them like, you listen to them, you admire them. Make a list of what you do to your friends like you have a friend let's say your best friend from school or your best friends in the last five years or how do you behave to them how do you behave to your friends write down um, what you do how much you talk to them do you send them presents do you do you know what's going on in their life in their private life do you share jokes with them do you like them on facebook if you're still in Facebook, uh, are you admiring them, etc.? Write down, just make a list. What's your actions? Now, I want you to take those things, this list, and expand it to what you should do and you're not doing. What you should do with your friends that you're not doing. Extend that list to things that you should do, that you know you should do. You, you would be very happy if they would do it for you. 
but you are not doing. Just expand that list, okay? What would you do? What you should do that you're not always doing? The next thing I want you to do is to decide you are going to behave in the same way with your clients. So look at that list and just make a decision that you're going to behave in the same way with your clients. You, if you're really their friends, you will behave in the same way. So really, you need to take this list and look at your clients, look at your children, look at your husband, look at your wife, look at your parents, look at your friends, and are you actually behaving in that way? And if not, decide you are going to behave that way. And if you do some of the thing, realize what you don't do and do it. Now, one of the things you have to do, one of the things you have to do for your friends is continuously send them good news. Continuously. You really need to send good news. Because there's some fake reality on society that you tell your friends all your problems. No. You tell your friends good news. So the one thing, the one big fake reality is about friends is that friends are there to tell them to vomit on them all the bad news, all the bad things. That's not the job of the friend. You should give your friends good news all the time. And it's fine if you want to give them 5% bad news or tell them things that are not okay, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. But generally, your viewpoint should be, I am promoting good news all the time. Because if you promote good news, you will improve their life and they will give you good news and things will expand. If the friend only wants to talk about bad news, you admire them so much more that the bad news disappear. You will see that if you will simply start send, sending good news, you will increase your income. Why? Because you act as a friend, you will become a friend. Are you with me? You need to decide that you want, can, and get the motto. You need to decide that you want, can, and get the motto. You must want, can, and get. Most of the people don't really decide that they want. They're just doing it. They don't know that they can, and they misunderstand get as will get. Get mean, I got it. Okay, so this is CA number two. You want to make sure that your clients are your friends. If they're not your friends, don't make them your client. This is your responsibility. If you cannot be a friend with this person, don't make them your client. I know it's like, but he will pay me. Yes, don't make them your client. If they're not your friends, don't make them your supplier. If you cannot make them your friend, don't employ someone that you cannot consider a friend. Are you with me? So this is number two. Now, what I'd like you to do, what I'd like you to do is we need to spread this viewpoint to the planet. You really need to spread this viewpoint to the planet. And what I want to do is I want you to find a person, one or two or three, that you can go or go online 
and tell people, look, you've, you've studied, you've learned something amazing about love, about friendship, that you want to share with them. And if they're interested, they need to write to you privately and you can send it to them. It will help you to have more friends. It will help you to have more love. You just simply give this video and get as many people as you can to watch that video. Put it on your social media, put it on your YouTube, send it privately, do with it whatever you want. People need to know this thing about what is love and what is friendship. They really need to know. We need it right now because everything on this planet goes the opposite. And if us will take this thing and make them make it your business, make it your responsibility to love your fellow man enough so as to give him this gold, you will see that this planet will change. Just simply share it and share it and share it and just suggest to people to share it. It will change this, it, it will change the universe if you will send it, if each one of you will send it to five people. If, if you'll cause five, not send it to five people, if you'll cause five people to see it and they will send it further and further and further, you'll see that the effect will be endless. Endless effect. Even if the second and third tier will not see the video, the change in viewpoint will make the difference. Okay. This is really, really important. Thank you for each one of you for being a friend and for loving despite all invitations to do otherwise and by that actually saving this planet. Don't underestimate what your viewpoint will do. You are actually saving the planet by that. I love you. Please go online and share your wins. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.